What what, what episode we on, man? Um, I wrote it down, man. Eighty three. Woo! Eighty three, man. Welcome back. We almost we almost up to we almost up to Betty White. We we almost, man. So close, <laughs> so close. We like what, four months away. Betty was three weeks away, man. That's right. Uh, right, right. So it's a three weeks, bro. One hundred. All right. Well, everybody, welcome back to the Carbon Footprint. As always, he's one and I'm Sean, and we having some drinks and we talking shit about <laughs> things going on in the world. Try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And take out your pen and paper. Or if you're smart, you might be able to remember this shit. Or if you have a good memory, rather. <laughs> hit them with it. Yeah, I'm going to hit y'all. We got it. We, we two for two, man. Two weeks in a row. We got uh, this one this week, man, is uh, is a pretty simple. Uh, it, it is called, oh, I wish I'd have brought the book in here. Um, I got it from this, uh, you know, I'm a, I have an unhealthy obsession with Batman. So it's this, uh, <laughs> it's this Batman cocktail. But all the cocktails are Batman or Gotham City inspired. It's pretty awesome. Um, but this cocktail is called like Good versus Evil. It's supposed to be this like mesh of Joker slash Batman. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's it's pretty simple. It's awesome, man. It is four ounces of ginger beer and then one ounce of dark rum. Pick any dark rum. And then the optional choice is a half an ounce of Benedictine, which we did. It does make it better. So we did yeah, one with it. It's not one optional. Without. It's yeah, it is absolutely mandatory in CFP's version of <laughs> good versus evil. So uh you do that and then we we squeeze a little lime on top because we just like lime and then threw the, the the lime wheel in it as a garnish and that's it, man. You just build it in a glass and go highball glass. It is fire. So four ounces of ginger beer, one ounce of dark rum, half ounce of Benedictine, squeeze a little piece of lim of lime in there, throw it on top, ready to go. And this is to to commemorate our new chairs. So those of y'all watching the video, <laughs> uh, we're going to look lean forward here. We got the Batman and Joker chairs. Of course, he gave me the Joker chair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this this drink is fire. It's real simple. Um, definitely check it out. I, I know you guys like the simple stuff. Sometimes we do some uh, some real complicated shit here. <laughs> Yeah, we're not grading nothing. Yeah. Week, like. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not putting uh, fingernails into the in, into our drinks this week. We're like, go find a nut, lotus flower nutmeg. from the top of Mount Simu Simu. <laughs> and then go, <laughs> nothing crazy. Yo, the first thing Sean said was I should have been in the Joker chair because I'm the evil one of the two. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all know I'm right. <laughs> we can have a poll. <laughs> Damn, nah, you're going to win. We'll, we'll get like three responses. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, man. Hit me with your common footprint. Yo, common footprint, bro. It's our, our old girl, Betty, bro. Betty White, man. Uh, uh, it's heartbreaking. Listen, uh, Golden Girls gets played at my house. I'm not exaggerating. Every single day. Um, literally every single day. and uh, Along with Big Bang Theory. So, uh, yeah, there's an unhealthy thing with, with the Golden Girls at my house. But um, Betty White, man, I've always been a fan of, obviously, that is her biggest show. Uh, I think that everybody knows her from, but she was in so many other shows. Yep. Um, passed away New Year's Eve, man, at 99, three weeks shy of her 100th birthday. Yeah, is that crazy? And she just did some like really big interview, right? Yeah, she was on TV. She was looking chipper as fuck. She yeah. was fine, man. She, she, so she died from, I mean, obviously, you're 99, bro. Your body just sort of, I guess, gives up, and her body just sort of just kind of ran out of batteries, bro. As I say, natural causes, there wasn't anything. There's been all these rumors. I think people have tried to politicize her death, which is a shame, but... um, Because well, the thing is COVID? Yeah, they're like, oh, she got a booster shot or something. Like, there's been all oh, these kind of weird yes, shit. Yes, yeah, yes. but uh, her agent came on and said, like, no, man, literally, like, she was fine. She just, like, she didn't get a booster. She didn't get nothing. Just her body just 
give up. Like, just, yeah. just old, man. 99. Like, so. I've heard people that go, that, that said, oh, uh, I wonder if she died from COVID. And I was like, no, she's 99. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's... who saw this coming? <laughs> like, now, I, Do I you think... even cry at a 99 year old's funeral? No, I think you should be happy as fuck. Yeah, like, same, bro. I feel yo, like, like, they, like they did it. You know, I had a, a few years ago, um, my uh, my father in law, his uh, his mom passed. She was like ninety five, and um, obviously sad occasion, right? Um, but I remember when he and I sat down um, after the fact, after the, you know, it was like maybe a couple of weeks after the funeral and stuff, and we had a couple of drinks, and I was like, dude, how? awesome is it for you like you're in your 70s like you have you potentially have 20 years left like what are you gonna do with that yeah like that that's how awesome is that like knowing that right knowing at at 75 that you potentially have 20 years 20 more years to go i mean depending on how how the shape you're in at 75 some of us are like 20 (laughs) (laughs) no and this dude is actually in like phenomenal shape so he's like in comparison to 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 the way his mom was so so you go dude like you're probably gonna live like that man like that that's amazing that's um yeah that's incredible bro that's yeah but But, like you said i get to 90 something years old bro i've been to two funerals i think for people that were in their 90s maybe late 80s I wasn't sad at either one because I was like, last time I saw them, like, they look ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, last right. time I talked to them, it was like, it, it. I think when you get to that age and even if you're sort of struggling, there's a fulfillment. I think that some people like that have, like, in, in how they speak where they're like, Bru- I did it. Like, I did it. Like, I, I'm right. 95 or whatever it is. Like, I did it. Like, I'm good. You know, so. Yeah, man. I, I hope if I if I live to, to, to that age or even around that age to be able to be like, Yo, like that's it, like this is all extra. Yeah, you know bro, what I mean. I'm like be, I did it all. If I'm still alive at eighty and you that age, I'm gonna be like, you still here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, we doing the podcast? We do- <laughs> take us six hours to do, <laughs> to do twenty minutes. <laughs> we taking bathroom breaks. <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> My wife already complains about how long we take. <laughs> You get them all week. Let me have them. <laughs> you know what's funny, man, is that you you said that Golden Girls gets played in your house every day. So I want to say every day in my house, no, it's but it's every like day in my- <laughs> there's a, there's a few shows that get played constantly, and it's Golden Girls, Martin, mm. and of all things, Three's Company. Three's Company. I haven't seen Three Company in ages. Man. Those those three get a lot of get a lot of play in my house, man. And and Betty White's one of those figures that like obviously she plays like the the, the ditzy one, but man, she is so. And, and I wonder if her stuff is scripted or if she just kind of flows with it. Ad lib some of the stuff. Yeah, man, because some of the stuff that she comes out with is just like so just. Witty. It's just yes. So on point and very witty, man. So good. She's good. always been an entertainer. Dude, she has one of my favorite quotes ever, and it's from her book, where uh, <laughs> she 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 said, uh, "Why do people say gross and bald? Balls are weak and sensitive. If you want to be tough, grow a vagina. Those things take a pounding." <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved that. <laughs> it's such a great quote, man. I'm like, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
like, I'm like, that's a fact, Betty. I was like, you onto something there, man. Shit gets stretched like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, but she was in like the Mary, I didn't realize she was in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. So I was an iconic show. Um, she did the Hot in Cleveland one, which is like the most recent one, which sort of put her back on the map after mm-hmm. she did that Snickers commercial on the Super Bowl. And then um, people were sort of like, oh shit, Betty White, like that's right. And then uh, that got her the Hot in Cleveland show. That got her a bunch of other sort of opportunities and commercials and stuff. Um, but when I went through, dude, she was doing a show in 1952. Yeah, bro. That was like an I Love Lucy-esque show. Yep. Something Elizabeth, I think. But And I looked at the list of shows she's been in. She's been in some like iconic you know, sitcoms, all-time great sitcoms. And I was like, wow. And obviously the one I knew her from the most was Hot in Cleveland, which I actually watched when it first came out, and and the Golden Girls one. And I only watched Hot in Cleveland because I watched Golden Girls so much, and, and she was in it, and she was funny. Um, she was funny in that, too. I, I never saw it. Oh, dude, and like you said, it, her timing and the shit she says off the top of her head is just, like you said, she plays the ditzy one, and the stuff she says... Like, I don't it care. It can't be scripted, bro. And even if it is, man, I, this is why I tell people all the time. The delivery. You can have the best joke in the world. If you can't deliver it, it doesn't matter, man. Yeah. Like, like if I say something and Chris Rock says the exact same thing, Chris Rock is making a stadium erupt. And you might look at me and go, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It, it's it's yeah there's she's yeah just i mean awesome man and 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 it's, it's cool man uh i kept seeing all these tributes of people like commenting on the deaths and, and my favorite one that i that i saw was a lot of people just kept putting um thank you for being a friend it's like from, uh, from the tagline yeah, to the song yeah. and i thought that was dope man uh so man sh- shout out betty white man that's that's a life like live to the fullest man that's yeah, didn't she she got some like lifetime achievement award as well yeah she's had a bunch of emmys i want to say she's had 17 emmys she had oh, some wow. of these like yeah she's 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 done it man and then she was an avid animal lover okay. like super so she, it, she would say like oh i have to work in show business because half of my life is show business and it pays for my animal love so she was known for like supporting shelters you know uh, fostering animals like she was obsessed with animals that's like what she like if you ask her that's what she wanted to dedicate her life to she goes like but i need the showbiz money to do that like right so it was cool man because she used that to fuel like her passion which i thought was neat and she was obsessed with animals man obsessed with animals and obsessed she never remarried her husband passed like 30 plus years ago maybe maybe longer than that yes i think in the 80s and in like, the 80s it was, it was yeah like right early 80s yeah so 40 years ago and yeah like uh, always like mentioned him mentioned animals everything she did was just like that that was her life yeah man, man w- watching her and even in in every interview that i've ever seen her in she just always seemed happy yeah and i know she she's sort of like a self uh described Optimist, yeah. which she kind of um, uh, attributes to her parents. She said, like her mom was just like this, like uber optimist, and so it just kind of fed down to her. And and it, and it really sh- it just always showed, man. She just it just seemed like the person that if you met her on the street, she'd be all smiles, you know, to 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 meet you. And It'd be hard to be upset, it, I right. guess. Around her. she was born during the Great Depression. Do you think that played a part in like? everything's gravy after that yeah like maybe. The, it's like yeah i've been through the worst shit ever like, like her parents like yeah i see my parents at the lowest of the low maybe not yeah i don't know what their yeah. situation was like at the time but you go through the great depression where people are like yo this is as bad as it's gonna get ever like right historic and then you go well shit like what's worse than that from here and maybe her perspective is just bro i get to be a clown on tv like say funny shit and pretend to be somebody i'm not or i am or and people pay me for it like really well like yeah, maybe man, I, I think true. there's some actors, man, that have this perspective that you see all the time. They're just like, you know, who has this man I love? Uh, um, Whitney Cummings. 
Winnie oh. Cummings, man, I li- like I listen to her podcast stuff all the time, and obviously she does stand up. But she has this perspective where like people ask her about fans, and she's like, "Yeah, I just don't get famous people who get turned off by it." She's like, "Like I get it. Like sometimes you're running through an airport or whatever, blah blah. You just got shit to do." She goes like, "But I literally wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without that." And so like her perspective of it is just like. Yeah, I got two minutes or 30 seconds to take a photo with you or whatever, because I'm literally only in the position. She's like, I live a really good life because you want to take a photo with me. Like, it's like, yeah, that's a good fucking way of looking at it, man. And so she's just completely shifted that perspective where she goes, she still meets fans before shows, after shows. If she goes like, I've never turned down anyone who's asked for a photo in public ever. And she's like, and sometimes people around me get pissed hey, because I hold us up for an hour. She goes, but it's like, no, I'm literally, my life wouldn't be the same without people like that. So yeah. like, fuck it. Like if, if it's a photo, then I'll do it. And I feel yeah, like Betty awesome. White's one of those people, man. Yeah. I saw a quote the other day, bro, that said something to the effect of uh, like one of the most important decisions you can make in the morning like to start your day is to just be happy. And it's just like that, 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 that perspective. And, and I think that she just... She sort of like lived and breathed that. As far as what I what, what I what I saw, obviously I didn't know her personally, yeah. but she seems like she's that type. And then and then every 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 uh, uh, outpour of, um, you know, of, of from her passing was was that it was like everybody just saying like how awesome she was at all times. Like nobody had anything bad to say about her. Not one man. I didn't see. And normally you have somebody who's talking some yeah. kind of shit or like. <laughs> I'm glad that bitch is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought she was cool, and I think she's the last one from that show. I think she was the lone surviving member of that show as well. So mm. she was actually. Uh, I thought I thought the, the the Blanche was still alive. No, Rue Rue McCallahan. No, she passed years ago. Really? Um, and then so wait, I, I is it? Rue? No, you're probably right, bro. She passed. So yeah, Betty White was the sort of because you know oddly enough, uh, Sophia was the youngest one in real life of the bunch. Yeah, yeah, but I think she's also passed as she well. Passed. So yeah, yeah. So so Betty White was the sort of the last. I, I you know it's funny, man. I was thinking about this sort of going over what you were saying earlier about like you were asking them, hey, you got twenty years to go. In late eighties, early nineties, Betty White is in her sixties, almost seventy, and she's doing probably. A, I don't know how big that show was at that time. It was pretty damn. Big. Was it big? Yeah. So <clears throat> you, you told someone like in your sixties, you're still gonna be. Like you're gonna be Russian. putting out bangers, yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy. Like you said, it's like wait, I get to do this at sixty or seventy. Like, and maybe that's even like a perspective changing. Like, what what were the years for that show? It was like late eighties, and then she had the spinoff of the late Golden 80s. Palace. Was she in Golden Palace one? Yeah, she was. So then she, that was like early nineties, like ninety, ninety one, ninety two, and then I think the Golden Girls was like eighty five ish to like ninety. So you you, you figure that's what thirty five years. So she had to be sixty. Because she's 99, so she had to be mid 60s doing Golden Girls, almost 70 towards the end of its run. You going at, at at that age, you're still doing like, what you love, what you love, and and you're doing it well. You know, like it's like you're doing what you love, but you're doing it well. You're still at the top of your game, yep. and you probably had like one of the biggest shows on TV at the time. I'm, I'm, and and I would imagine that 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 whole crew just continued to get paid for the rest of their life. I would think so. I, I don't know what that shit is on. That shit is on rerun. And Hulu. Forever. I mean, we. It's again, it's on at my house because it's on Hulu, so we just let it ride. We don't even do that, bro. It's no? on TV, like regular TV, bro. Like it's. I mean, it's, it's it's cable, right? Whatever. But yeah, like it's that shit is always on. It's that. I tell you that Martin Three's Company. I don't know what channel. <laughs> <laughs> you just know it's on. it's just on TV. Oh no, dude! It's purposely put on in my house on like whatever on Hulu. Yeah. And it's funny, man, because I'm one of those people who sleeps with the TV on. 
Like I can't have it be like dead quiet. Okay. So I wake up all the time in the middle of the night, and all I hear is dun 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 dun. dun. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I be getting sucked into the same episode nine hundred times. That means your ass can't go camping. <laughs> Definitely camping, bro. I don't want to. I can't. If anybody invites you camping, just tell them no. I'm gonna just ask why they hate me. Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> you want to go pretend to be poor? Sleep outside? Let's go, let's go pretend to be homeless. It's a hard no. I'll go glamping. <laughs> so shout out to Betty White, man. Betty. Rest, rest in peace. Um, that that like I said, what a what, what an awesome life. What a life, man. Yeah, dope. All right, man. Another passing this week. Uh, my carbon footprint is going out to John Madden. Um, he passed on December 28th. And this dude, uh, you know, legendary coach of the Raiders. Um, the guy coached them for like 10 years. And so he was about 42 years old. Um, he retired at 42 from, you know, from coaching football. Um, out, of any, out of any coach that, that coached or that won 100 games, he actually has the highest percentage. He he won like seven, almost seventy six percent of his games. Oh, because he coached so few years, but he still won hundred. But he games, still got right? to hundred games. Okay. Um, and when he left football, he was one of those guys where he goes, "I'm done. Like I'm 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 retiring, and I'm not coaching for any other team. I'm not coaching little league. I'm not like nothing. Like I'm done." Well, he had a reason why he retired, coaching. right? He 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 had a fear of flying. Oh, I didn't know that. So he had a he had a fear of flying. So that means so he that's why he's constantly doing, scared. Yeah, he was. He was in fear. He said his ten. That's why he did it so short. Like that's he did funny. It. Because it's also unheard of at thirty two to coach a team, and he was right. very young very coaching young. the team. But yep. yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, it's good. Um, and and I found it to be to be uh, to be odd, but you know, and, and you, to stay with me on this one. So he has basically said, you know, once he was done, he he's, he actually made the quote of just like, I gave it everything I had. All right. So like I'm, I'm finished coaching. Walking away. So walks away from that. Teams up with Pat Summerall for 22 years. Fox, who some, some executive at Fox was smart, fucking paid this guy a shit ton of money um, and did that for 22 years with Pat Summerall. During that time. Uh, the the head of EA Sports approaches them about the the Madden game. The game. So this is in 1984. Okay, 84. 84. Right. So he tells him about he tells him about the idea. Madden loves it, and then and the guy goes, but um, I, I need your opinion because I can only do seven on seven. The technology is not there to do eleven on eleven. And, and Madden tells the guy, no, that's not real football. Don't do it. And the guy goes, well, I still, I mean, I want to put this game out. And the guy goes, and Madden goes, yo, I'm, I'm all in on the game. It's awesome. Do it right. Figure out how to do 11. Figure out 11 on 11. Four years, bro. They waited four years. The first, the first Madden came out in 88. And because they waited really? for the technology to come out. I didn't realize it was that long ago. I thought it was like uh, early 90s. Wow. Or like yeah. mid 90s. Wow. So the first one's in, in, in 88. Um, and then since then, it's sold more than 130 million copies, over 4 billion in sales 
one game, bro. It's a cultural phenomenon, bro. Yeah. Do players look at their Madden rating and there's <laughs> massive debates about how they're rated in that game? Dude, I saw um, Shannon Sharp had he talked about it on on his show, and 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 he was like, he goes, Pro Bowls are cool, and he goes, every player wanted to know if they were on the All Madden team. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. They went to the point where they're talking about changing the All Pro team now. The name somebody suggested it that maybe they'll change it to All Madden, like in, in oh, the actual NFL, really? which I think they should. But that would be dope, dude. Mad- I mean, obviously, I grew up playing Madden, and even now, the cultural phenomenon is Madden, bro. Like, and in this generation with the esports, there's leagues built yep. around Madden. But players will be like, bro, I'm only in eighty and Madden. Like, they're over already, and they get <laughs> livid, dude. Like, it's crazy. That's wild, man. Yeah, dude. It's it's nuts, man. So then he retires, right, in 2009. So after doing the 22-year stint, right, he retires in 2009 at age 72. But he retired. You know what his retirement game was? Super Bowl 43. It's Steelers against the Cardinals. So Ben Roethlisberger, Kurt Warner. It's the game when... Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Remember, the, the, there's like the nine. Tony Williams has that, that catch one. in the corner. Yes, oh. that one. The wow. ninety, the ninety-nine yard freaking run back. Yeah, the run back before the before the half was it James Harrison. Yeah, right. Is it James? Think, yeah, I, I think so. Harrison. I think so. I think you're right. Um, but it had that. But that was the 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 you know Jerome the, Bettis last game. Oh, was it before ooh, I don't that? No, I think. Ooh, no, I, I think know. it was before that. No, Jerome Bettis's last Super Bowl was the Seahawks one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but phenomenal you know game and and way to go out right oh my god and then yeah, so, i didn't realize that man bro and then so after that they come back to him and go hey like let's do one more you know we're gonna bring you back we're gonna do this special thing blah blah blah, blah. and he's like nah and he, and he tells him i gave it all i had again right so he just he just denies it right how many of us could say that not many <laughs> and they're like john it's 100 mil Neither. Yeah, <laughs> I found a little something. <laughs> Did I say I gave Did it I all? I, I mean, I'm at like ninety three percent. Can I give one ten? <laughs> so, bro. So then, I don't know if you've seen um, on ESPN. They did a documentary. I, a, so I did. I did see it was coming out, but I haven't actually it's, watched. It's, it's it yet. out. Um, it's out. I have not watched it yet, but it's out. It's ninety minutes. And on and so this year, oh sorry, in twenty twenty one, December twenty fifth, he gathers around with his family to watch it. Okay, he says he watches it. He kind of goes around the room. He's like, "Hey, like, what did you think? What did you think?" Right? So everybody's like, "Fucking awesome, awesome!" Um, damn, I, I wish it was longer. You know, so kind of gets this validation from his family because he he actually says that. Um, you know, through his career, like his family had to sacrifice a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, because of because he was constantly gone. Um, so he sort of gets that validation from his family. The next day, he celebrates his 62nd wedding anniversary with his wife. Two days later, passes away. And, and, he, I, and, and it was unexpectedly because he was fine he was, as well. He seemed to be Maybe fine. Maybe he's older, yeah. but he was good. He was in good spirits, like I said. And the movie was coming out right. for that, or the documentary. But all but when I was when I was reading the, all this stuff that I was kind of reading about his life, the only thing I could think of was that common theme where it was like, even at the end, he just like, that's it. I gave life all I had. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm clocking out. And, I'm, and, I, and that's it. Like, I, like, yeah, like, I'm done. I know maybe you don't want me to 
be here anymore man but and 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 so as i'm as i'm taking these notes man i was just like that shit just gave me chills because i was just like fuck man he just did it at every stage he get you you know he went into coaching and gave it all he all, all he had then he then he gave and he poured everything he had into bro my 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 childhood of watching football that's all i hear yeah, his him voice and pat summerall do me too because of the that and the games because they were the voices oh, in right. the game. That's right. So they're not anymore, obviously. But for years, that's all you heard. So my my like commentary voice in my head of football is John Madden. Even though I would clown John Madden all the time. Because to me, he was the king of saying the most obvious shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he'd be like, what you want to do here is you want to score a touchdown. And you're like, yeah, 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 bro. Like, probably. Yeah, but then that dude be drawing and shit. Yeah, drawing, yeah, you're like, drawing was you the take this shit. guy and boom. <laughs> Like he was the man with the little drawing shit. Yeah, what did they call that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he was the man at that. But I remember he would go there. He'd be like, "Um, you you want to get in the end zone here because you want to make sure you come away with points." And you're like, "Yeah, bro, that's kind of the point of the game." <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, he was he was a, a awesome awesome dude at 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 what he did. So may he rest in peace. Yeah, shout out John Madden. Yo, that's why you he remember eighty five. 85. 85 years old. Yeah, so you got a good run, man. You know, um, so have you ever seen, they did the Madden bus, and he used to be on the mm-hmm. bus. And remember the players used to come on and did the interviews and yada yada yes. on the Madden bus? That's why it was a bus. He was afraid to fly. They would bus him from game to game, week to week. Ah. So he would he would take the bus, and they just sort of like, fuck oh, it. Oh, well, hell. You talk about that. You know, now going back to when he said. He wasn't around that much for his family, but maybe as much as he wanted to yeah, be. He couldn't leave the same day or day. Bro, before. yeah, you couldn't you couldn't fly out and fly back in. You were to take a damn bus. Yeah, so they put him in like a RV. Right, it was a nice <laughs> bus, but it became. I think NBC still uses it. They do the whole and they, they put the player the the player of the week on the bus or whatever. And yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it stemmed from him. Um, he dope. started it uh, because he had this fear of flying, so it like that's why he didn't want to coach anymore. And then or or. Or it led to him making the decision sooner. Like you said, he felt like, listen, I did it, man. I won Super Bowls. I, I broke these records. I did whatever. Like, I'm good. And then when they told him to come in to commentate, I think they, they had to start. But eventually, he went, like, if I'm going to do this for a long time, you're going to have to bust me, bro. Because, like, so he yeah. started busting himself around, man. And I didn't remember him uh, coaching, right? I wasn't, I wasn't, into, yeah, I mean, I wasn't yeah. into football at that, at that point. But um, they said that the team that he took the Super Bowl was just like a team of not only extraordinary talent, but characters. Like these dudes just kind of like bigger than life characters. And 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 he was the dude that was able to corral these guys together and have them work together and still allow them to be themselves. So like uh so Phil Jackson was the John Madden of basketball basically. Like if you like almost yeah. in that sense of like the coach just sort of took the egos and the weird right. th- dudes and said, like, all right, you get them to care about some like a common goal. That's difficult, man. Yep. Do you know uh he was on the cover of every Madden game up until 2001. And you know who was the first athlete on the cover? Non-John Madden person on the cover of Madden was uh, uh, Eddie George, bro, ten- Tennessee Titan. Is that right? <laughs> Is that when they went to the bowl? That's when they went and they came up a yard short. Bullshit. Uh, to the Rams. <laughs> yeah, they, he was, yeah, he was <laughs> he short. He was not Sean. He got in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. At the time, I thought he got in. I watched that replay. Now it sees so obviously it's short. So, yeah, it's oh, really so short. short but you can't argue with me any different. I get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew. What was that guy's name? Uh, uh, Mason. 
Mason. Uh, I want to say I want to say Dyson. Oh, that, Kevin Dyson. That's the, uh, uh, because they were both team. on that team. No, no, but there was, it was, it was Kevin Dyson and Derek Mason were on that team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, because that was the year of the uh, Music City Miracle yeah. against the Bills, and then uh, and then they came up a yard short, and that was the Frank Wycheck, Steve McNair, Eddie George. Yeah, that was yeah, a great yeah. team. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Listen, fourteen year old me, livid at that time with the. I'm like, it's a. F- he got in. I was yelling, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. That might have been a John Madden game too. It might have been. I, might have been. You, you seen there's a movie about the Kurt Warner in that time, like that just came out. I, I saw it. I haven't watched it. That shit makes me feel old. That there's a movie about a, a thing I remember. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, bro. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that shit just happened. And then I you, went, oh shit, it's 20 years ago. And I was like, all right, carry on. <laughs> you are officially entering middle age. <laughs> oh, you gotta say that out loud, bro. I, got, <laughs> I don't have enough alcohol here for me to cope with that right now. Oh yes, oh yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John Madden, man. Legend, dude. Yeah, you're yeah. so right, man. I hear him and Pat Summerall. And then he did it without Michaels for a little bit after Pat Summerall walked away before him, right? So I think he did it without yeah, Michaels. Yeah, you could be right. You might be. That Super Bowl that you're talking about, I think it might have been him and Al Michaels. Okay. Cause does Al, Mike, Al not, Michaels doesn't sure. do it anymore, right? He got replaced. Um, Because he used to do it yes, with Chris yeah, Collinsworth. Yes, yes. He's done. Okay, because it's Tariko and Collinsworth now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if, if Michaels had retired officially or if it was just a COVID thing or whatever. I feel like he just sort of disappeared. Uh, yeah, because he was on he was on with uh, with the Mannings a few weeks ago. Who uh, Al Michaels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that show was awesome. I watched it last night. The Mannings. Love they the had Mannings. they had Snoop on. Yeah, Snoop they had Roger Goodell. That's right. And then they had um. Then they have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on man. That he was awkward. Um, but they had uh, Goodell was good. Uh, Snoop was good. Um, because Snoop and Eli Manning and Peyton, like it's just it's just meant to be awkward. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, bro, that whole show to me is. Awkward. I hate the Monday Night Announcer Zone, so that's the said. other part. Oh, I can't stand any uh, any of them. I think they're so bad, so bad at that job. And it's funny because there's like three of them now, and I'm like, you guys haven't been able to find. Oh, two that's right, there is three people. Who's the third guy? Over. It's um. It's Lewis Riddick, who I think is the best one. I like it. Steve Levy. Yeah, I think Lewis Riddick is probably the, yeah. the best one on there. Uh, Steve Levy. And oh, Greasy is it? I was gonna say Brian Greasy. I, I was gonna say the guy from Michigan. Maybe I think it I, is I'm Greasy. pretty sure you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think bro, it, just I think give, go give Tony Romo whatever he wants, bro. Give him half of ESPN or whatever the fuck he asked for, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> I watch anything Tony Romo announces, bro. Like I'm like that guy. But all right, well we're gonna we're gonna switch gears. Rest in peace, John Madden. Um, like I said, this dude is like. Forever cemented in the in the in the in the NFL world in the sports world. Oh yeah, in pop culture. Um, rest in peace, man. To peace. Boom. <laughs> now we gonna flip it <laughs> to the losers of the week. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're listening for the first time, we don't we don't normally do this with dead people. <laughs> and you don't have to be dead to get the carbon footprint. Just so happens this week, <laughs> they did. <laughs> you seen the Antonio Brown shit? Man? <laughs> did I? <laughs> Bro. I have so many mixed feelings. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. So for those of you who didn't see it, he lived under a rock. Antonio Brown is a, is a star wide receiver in the NFL, currently plays for Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, won a Super Bowl last year with them. And this guy basically catches a tantrum during the game, third quarter, and starts to take off his clothes and launch him into the stadium or into, into the, the, the fans by the way they were playing at the Jets. Yeah. Um, and then skips off the field. And then so... <laughs> throwing up the peace sign. 
Colonel Deuce, and, by, yeah, and he runs like across done. the field while they're still playing. Well, that's the other thing where, where so like, I started reading some shit on it, and they were saying that he felt like he was, wasn't was um, good enough to play. Like, he was injured. Yeah. But, if dude, if you're injured, and you skipping and running off the field, bro, how am I, how injured are you? I, I saw, so I heard that that he wasn't a hundred percent and I, and actually, and I, and I sort of believe this story. It was, uh, I think it was Skip Bayless was talking on his show with, with Shannon yesterday, yep. the undisputed. And then they were, um, he was, Skip was saying that a friend of his texted him who's very close to Antonio Brown okay. and sort of goes like, yeah, I just talked to him. Here's sort of what happened. Now again, grain of salt. I, I don't know. I'm going to assume Skip Bayless is uh, usually not a liar. He has crazy takes, but I don't, I don't think he yeah. lies. Um, but what he told him was like, yeah, he's playing hurt. Antonio Brand has all these incentives uh, that that he could have gotten to to get to the a million dollars. So there was like three things that he that he needed to hit, and each one of those things was worth like three hundred thirty three k. Okay. Um, something similar happened last year, and Brady in like one game just fed him like fifteen times, and it was like he needed to hit a catch mark. And and Tom Brady's good like that, where he goes, "Oh, you got that? Okay, cool. We're gonna get it for you." Yeah. And he just fucking kept feeding him. And he's gonna catch the ball. And he's bro. gonna catch the ball. Yeah. Antonio <laughs> Brown, bro, just just give me an inch. I got it. Right. So I guess he needed one for catches, which he was like five away, which you're going to get. Yep. He needed to catch one touchdown, um, which he still had that week and next week. Yep. And he needed one for yards. It wasn't a lot of yards. It was like, I, I want to say 50 yards or it was less than 100. It was something stupid easy. Like So each one of those was worth 233K. He gets his mill. His contract is completely incentive laden, like most of it. Because he's a head case. Yep. So instead of giving him upfront money, they go like, nah, bro, but if you do these things, we'll pay you. Which makes sense. So if you're gonna if you're gonna sign a nut job like that, you incentivize him that way. Supposedly how it goes is he's playing sort of hurt. He's trying to get these incentives. Brady's like, yo, I got you. He throws the ball to him a couple times. Brady then I guess starts involving Gronk. Supposedly at some point in time, and I guess it was just a matchup thing. Brady's like, I'm trying to win the game, bro. I'm gonna get you yours, but right now, like this matchup is winning. Yeah, we gotta win the game. We gotta bro. win the game. And if I'm and, and if I know Brady, I guess, and watching him so many years, he's going, I'm gonna go to Gronk. You guys are gonna double him at some point, which means then Antonio gets open second. We're still in the first half or whatever, right? Like, so anyway, supposedly Antonio goes up to Brady and the sideline and goes, oh, I guess you're going back to your boy, huh? Something like that about Gronk. And Brady goes, huh? Like, kind of like, yo, are you for real right now? And then, and then, so he storms off and then Arians goes, hey, get, get back in the game. Like, right. we're going to go get you your touches. Like, even Bruce Arians, the head coach is like, now nah, we're going to get you your money. And supposedly now he's pissy and he's like, fuck that. I'm doing his hurt and da, 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 da. So he refused to go back in the game. I guess Arians told him again, dude, get in the game. Yeah. And then, so then you see Mike Evans talking to him on the sideline. Right. Because Bruce that. Arians goes, get in the game or just get the fuck out sort of thing. And so I guess he goes like, well, fuck it. I'm leaving. And then you see Mike Evans try to. And it's so funny, he man. Did. Mike Evans like two or three times. And, and he then just he just walks gives away. Up. He's like, fuck you, bro. I just, <laughs> and it's so funny because I go, we all been there. You yeah. trying to talk to somebody out of something. You're like, all right, you're going to do what you want, bro. I'm out. And then so you can see him talking to him, talking to him. And at one point he just goes, Shh. he just walks off. And Antonio Brown takes off and, you know, goes off on that. So I'm like, that story is very believable to me. I also think, bro. <laughs> so, so I went two places. First of all, Antonio Brown has done what all of us have wanted to do at some point in our life at our job. Like, <laughs> just walk out. Just, bro, yeah. Bro. How many of us in our job wanted to be like, yo, fuck you, fuck you, you cool, you cool. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, he's living a dream like, for everybody. Be bro. like, I see you later. I see you, yeah. I see you at a club. We still meet? I bet. <laughs> fuck you. Double fuck you. And you just keep going down the line. And then you just walk out with the deuces up. Like, I go, all right, man, I respect it. But then, dude, knowing the history and what this guy's 
been I, I, if you don't know the story about Antonio Brown, he's been kicked off. Antonio Brown would have been probably first ballot Hall of Famer, top five wide receiver of all time at the pace that he was going at in Pittsburgh. I, I think so. I mean, he was putting up absolutely not only ridiculous numbers, he was unguardable to your point. Like, just throw the ball. And didn't way. he take a I mean, he took time off? Yeah. And he still came back and he was beasting. Balling, dude. So he got kicked off of Pittsburgh Steelers and just really quickly, uh, he had incidents in Pittsburgh where he's like, he goes on Facebook Live in the middle of his coach's like speech, uh, which that's sort of sacred, right? Yeah. It's locker room, whatever. So he has an incident there. He goes to the Raiders, does, it doesn't last very long, plays well, but has that whole shit where he records a conversation with Coach Gruden and da da da, whatever. Has that. Doesn't even get to play a game in, in New England, does he? Or maybe gets one game in. Maybe, yeah, I'm not And then, I'm not and sure. then gets come. accused by that woman or oh, whatever happened so right. gets cut because Bel- belichick ain't given no chances so he's like yep. up out um so the reason his contract is incentive driven anyways because he's sort of a head case so when that happened though man i went bro does obviously there's some kind of mental disorder here is it cte man like and we're witnessing Ooh. it in person like in person like because you, you remember chris henry Yes. Like Chris Henry, when they, you know, when he had that accident, like freak accident, he died and they tested his brain. He was like 26, 27. Like he had the brain of like a 70 something year old. And he was also a head case. And it made me wonder, like, you know, man, like, and I know people have talked about Antonio Brown has had all this kind of sort of childhood trauma. Okay. About abuse and all sort of things or whatever he grew up. And so you go, like, is it that? Is it CTE? Is it a combination of everything? Is it some kind? Is he, does he suffer from bipolar disorder? Does he suffer from like, and so like I went from, being like, yo, this dumbass, to like the more I thought about it, you know, like I went from like, yo, that's crazy, like we've all wanted to do that, to like, yo, what a dumbass, to like, damn, I kind of feel bad for him because like, we always joke about this, like crazy people don't know they're crazy. Right. But like, no one could tell him in that moment that he's being sort of unreasonable. Right. And then the way sort of Brady, and Brady's normally the like, yeah, you know, like he he sort of says the right thing. But I think he did this time too. He did, but it was the way he said it that led, like, it came out so sincere. It didn't come out, it didn't, like, the way he said it wasn't like a corporate man. The way he said it was like, I just hope he gets the help, like, he should get sort right. of thing. And it came out so sincere that I went, oh, that wasn't like, uh, hey, just throw out the generic, like, hey, oh, you know, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, we're moving on to, you know, whatever mm-hmm. next week or like the Bill Belichick thing where he goes, like, we're on the Cleveland, you know, like, whatever. It's just like right. Brady was like super sincere, obviously careful in what he was saying. But I, I think just the way to address it, I went, man, these guys know there's probably something wrong with him. And, and instead and of what going, do you like, do for that? Like, you can't treat CTE. No, because I don't even think you can diagnose it. Right, you don't even know until you're dead. And I'm wondering, like, and I saw that and I went, oh, shit, is this what it looks like? And we just go, this motherfucker's crazy. Right. And and we're like, no, no, he really is. But he can't help fucking 10 years from now, he He offs himself. Yeah, he offs himself. And then we're going to go, oh, shit, man, we always knew Antonio Brown was a little crazy. And then, you know, like, it just, like, it took me there. I went, like, dude, I went, I I felt like three different ways in a span of like an hour. That's true, bro. Where I went, I didn't, that, that I never took into account. And you go, I mean, how many how many people thought, oh, here's another spoiled brat? Yeah, you know, all of, all of like, us immediately. Right? But yeah. then I go, yeah, if you do the math, like, first of all, Mike Tomlin for dealing with that for nine seasons kept, sort of kept him in check almost a decade because he's sort of gone downhill since and, and sort of had that breakout. So I went, either you suffer from, and I'm not a mental health expert, but it's like you either have some type of bipolar disorder you can't be that narcissistic because you're you're sort of able to keep it together for a certain amount of time and then you sort of you have episodes, so to speak. Right. And that's what sets you off. 
so I just kept thinking like, okay, you, you have to be suffering from some sort of mental disorder. And then the more I thought about the whole football thing and I went, man, the CTE. And I remember Chris Henry doing wild shit. And then we were just like, oh, you know, he's just crazy or he's a young or he's a diva or he's a spoiled or whatever. Like, or it's his upbringing. And, and, you know, and it could be a combination of all of that. Mm-hmm. And then you just get this perfect storm of stuff. But I, I went from like, from like, che- like cheering him on, uh, from then going like, what a dumbass to then feeling like, shit, man, is this what it looks like? Uh, when this happens and this is just like the beginning of the end sort of thing like because you like I said, it's, it's not curable it sort of just gets worse they can't even diagnose it so he dies like or do you take him and maybe figure out a way to diagnose it I don't know like I, I don't know right it's all speculation talk man that's no, that, that, that's a great point bro I never I never I never considered that and and like you said it, it's not like when you go so when Tom Brady's um, with his line of like I hope he gets the help he needs what help can you get for that? I don't know. Is it is it is it sort of? Are you going to see a therapist to kind of help you through the? Because have you ever seen um, what is that movie uh, with? Doesn't it Will Smith play the doctor? Oh, Concussion, right? Is that what it's called? I think it's called Concussion. So if you guys have not seen that and you're interested in 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 what CTE is like, it's it's a it's a phenomenal movie. It's about a doctor uh, from he's from like either Africa or from the Caribbean. I yeah, can't Egypt remember where he's from. Something. Yeah, he's in Africa. Yeah, I just don't know right? what region. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, comes to the U.S. and 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 essentially it tackles or you know figures out that that CTE kind of exists and it's in football players and what have you. But they show some football player. They show like a guy from the Steelers who was like, a, funny that we say that, right? Another guy from the Steelers from the 70s. And after the guy retired, was just going through this mental anguish where not just migraines on a constant basis, but suicidal thoughts and all this shit that sort of, um, that are symptoms of, of CTE. And... If you can't diagnose it, but you think that, okay, well, based on the sport that you played, you might have this. These are the kind of symptoms that we've seen in the past from other CTE victims. What do you do for that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, because then uh, somebody else just off themselves. And then they, I think their brain things finally came back and they detected CTE. Um, I thought it was uh, Jackson. Vincent Jackson. But he was an alcoholic, I said. It was too. But, but are you drinking been, because you're, thinking, you're suffering from depression and that? Yeah. yeah. And I think his brain scans did come back with. I think they donated his brain, and I think it did come back with CTE. So is Antonio Brown sort of exhibiting these same things? But we're seeing it, I guess, sort of in his prime, right? You're seeing it in, in the prime because, because Antonio young, Brown is bro. still young and he's still good. Like when he's playing, he's unguardable still, man. Like he's yeah. when he's healthy, he's like dude, you said, what, just throw the ball his way. Dude, what is he like five nine? And he, 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 look, he looks short. He's probably not. look that but. big. But, like, I look at, you know, it's funny, man. It's always these certain positions. It's always these offensive line guys who tend to have the CTE because there's that moment of impact. It's, it's every play, right? Car crash, every play. Every play. And then you have guys like Antonio Brown who weigh 190, 185, getting smashed maybe by another guy who weighs 180, 195, but they're running at full speed by the time they get at you. Right. And so maybe they're – I'm actually shocked that I don't see it happy with running backs more, but maybe because their point of impact is at lower speed. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because you don't see it. It feels like you see it happen with like linebackers and offensive linemen and and defensive linemen, and then you see it happen with wide receivers. I don't feel like I've seen it. To me, I would. I feel like the most violent position in the NFL is running back. But maybe I just don't know the sport well enough. Like maybe maybe the people in the trenches. That's really where it's violent, I guess. And then you sort of work your way out. Okay, who's getting hit at full speed, sort of thing. And I, I don't know, but. 
I, I just couldn't help but think like, yeah, man, some that shit's not right. I wonder if it's, you know, from a running back's perspective, because you're kind of hitting holes, you're gonna you're going into a defense and, and your your head's on a swivel essentially. Yeah. Because everybody knows you have the ball. Everyone's coming in for you, and you kind of can brace for impacts where... Well, no one's hitting you at full speed, right? Like, everyone's hitting you at, like, like you said, you're running into them, right. and then Ang- they're sort angles. of carrying you down, and you're getting these angles, right. right? You're trying to hit a hole, and then so people are stopping and sort of grabbing you, so you're almost always getting, like, just dragged down or hit down, whereas if you're a wide receiver, you're almost always getting blasted, even if you're not catching the ball. The right. minute your fingertips touch it, someone... And the rules have changed, obviously, more now where they protect them, but yep. you figure Antonio Brown early on in his career... You know, let's go to high school. Let's go to college. They weren't. You can get blasted yep. up the middle. You know, I don't know, man. Is that I'm not. I'm not an expert, but I feel like I couldn't help but think about that sort of immediately after going. Shit, man, is it that, or do they know? Hey, he suffers from some kind of mental disorder. Like for sure, and maybe they know what the diagnosis is, yep. or maybe they just know. Yo, he's a little off, and he doesn't want to get. Help. But like, because I feel like. Dude, if you have episodes like that, there has to be moments in time where you sit and you might watch that on tape and go, I was wilding. You know what I mean? Like, I think we, even if we all have sort of breakdowns, I think we can all go back and look at something and go like, yeah, I was being super unreasonable right there. Like, I was got caught up in the moment. Right. I don't feel like he has those. And I don't know him, right? I don't hang out with him. But he never seems remorseful of the outburst. Ever. It's always no. somebody else's fault. He was hanging at the Nets game. He was the at the Nets day, game right? the very next day, bro. They, they said the state troopers at MetLife refused to take him to the airport. He asked for a ride to the airport. They said he no. He had no shirt on. <laughs> I thought he was a fan. <laughs> yeah, they said they were fans. They said they thought he was a fan. They were going to tackle him, bro. But listen, man, whatever it is, dude, I don't think we'll ever see him in the NFL again. Yeah, no one's taking a chance on that I, guy. I again, don't think bro. so, man. But then at the same breath, someone's crazy enough to try. I don't man. think so, dude. But I, I, I think he's I think done. Yeah, if I had to bet money on it, I, I think he's done. Colin Kaepernick can't get a job, <laughs> but yeah, but dude, he gets him the chance. You know who made me think of Colin again? And listen, I think Colin's aged out, so his chances are over. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but Mike Glennon, I was looking bro. at. Him. Oh. Thank you for playing that game. <laughs> my boys needed the win. Oh my God, bro. He's so bad. He's so bad. And then they put up his like he has the worst win percentage all time. So how does he see how does he, he still keep got getting a job? Caught? Like let, let me get a shot. Like I was about to call up the Giants. Like, oh, let me start next week, bro. I can't do any worse than Mike Glennon. I can't see over the offensive line, but I could complete four passes, I promise. <laughs> Like, like, they'll all be to the running back. They'll be back. checked down. To the back. <laughs> Every single one, bro, swing pass. But damn, dude, like, the Giants are unwatchable, which is sad. Like, I've never seen the Giants this bad. But that Mike Glennon, I'm going, he's still I appreciate you guys for coming out. <laughs> Your boys rock them. Y'all look phenomenal. I was like, geez. I kept looking at the score and I kept running up. I was like, yeah, damn. Red Ryder getting there too, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, he was feeling himself, bro. I was like, he threw on all the sunblock. He was like, we going in in this bitch today, bro. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, that guy, I couldn't believe I thought of Kaepernick. I go, this guy's still in the league, but Colin Kaepernick couldn't get a shot. And I mean, Colin Kaepernick's probably aged out, but so is Mike Glennon. So, I mean, the difference is, I guess he's been playing, and Kaepernick hasn't. So yeah. I'll tell you who's balling out is uh, the Bengals, man. Oh. I'm excited to see these guys play. You saw, you saw, So they they played the, the, the Chiefs this weekend. Dude, Jamar Chase? That dude had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes had throwing. And you want to talk about 5'9"? That dude, he's a little dude, bro. Yeah? Jamar Chase is not very big. I mean, he might be like 5'10", 5'11", but he's not big, bro. But, dude. That was the knock on him coming off the draft. Is it the speed? Is it, I mean, the the speed, the the hands? hands. 
You just win those one on one battles, man. And then Burrow's a little gunslinger, bro. I love Burrow, yep. bro. Do I watch Bengal? If if so, I watch. Obviously, I watch the Titans every week. If a Bengals game is on, I put on the Bengals game as well. Like every week, ever since Burrow got in, they're entertaining as hell, man. Like, yeah, that offense is so fun to watch. And they were down right in the game. Yeah, they were down big at yeah. one point. And I was mad because I'm keeping an eye on that game because they need to lose so the Titans could take the number one seed. And I'm like, fuck. And I know the Kansas City shouldn't lose next week. So this is really the only chance because they needed the one loss. Yep. Um, and then when it started getting close, I, had, I put on that game, man. And I'm like, all right, I got to watch this. Once the Titans sort of had it wrapped up, I, I turned it over, man, because I, I, I love watching that team play, man. I yeah, no, they, they are entertaining, man. Did you watch the game last night with the Pittsburgh? I try. I did. I did watch the Manning cast. I tried to watch. I can't. I, I don't give a shit about Ben Roethlisberger, bro. I, I, I like while I could have appreciated. I thought it was just cool. The the moment. Yeah, like, I appreciated the moment. Something about Ben in the past he's gotten on all his shit has irked me, man. Like, I, and it's irked me because of the. I guess maybe players that I like that didn't get that same pass or that right. same forgiveness, and I felt like we we sort of forgave Ben for a lot of shit. Like Ben was on some Cosby run for a minute there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we just sort of <laughs> forgot about that shit. And I'm, I'm almost listen. I'm, I should probably look this up before I say this, but I'm almost he was positive. dropping threes with Molly's. Yeah, bro, he was throwing <laughs> touchdowns with Molly's. It's so sad, bro. <laughs> like you're an NFL quarterback, bro. If you got to drug somebody, bro, like or or even rape or statutory or whatever the right, fuck right, he was doing, bro. Was, I don't know what he was doing, bro. But I do know that all of them were settlements. So. You didn't fight him in court, like you know. You didn't try to prove your innocence in a court right. of law type thing, man. So I don't know. And then it, it was like more than one. I don't know, man. I always there's something about him. I always found sleazy. I always I just hate the Steelers too because obviously I'm I'm in the AFC. The yeah, that's AFC. true, man. So it's that's part true. of that. But I just felt like he got the pass, like when Michael Vick did it. And listen, it's not to diminish dogs, but like people, you're almost better off in this country, man. I feel like you're better off uh, uh, messing with. <laughs> with women or children, just don't fuck with dogs. Because people were livid about Michael Vick, about him getting a second chance, about all this other stuff. And then, like, you know, and I think the race plays into it too, man. And I hate to take it there, but I felt like that was part of it because there was people coming in who weren't getting second chances. And I'm like, really, man? And and not for nothing, man. Like the, the whole the whole dog thing, which I'm a dog lover, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I know people who. They just don't feel that way about animals. Right. Yeah, same. And, and so it's not like a, it's not that they're trying to be cruel to animals. They just don't view them on the same plateau. You just don't put them on the same plateau as a human. Yeah, as, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't I And I can see that. Like, I, I listen, I love my dog. I have a dog. Um, I don't put them on the same level as like my kids. Like, I know people who will be like, oh, my dog's my child. And they'll like put them on that. Same, and I get it. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's your thing. But like, I don't I don't put them at that same you know, like if my boat's sinking and everybody's on it and my dog and my kids are on, I'm grabbing the kids first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but uh, I just felt like Michael Vick had such a hard time. Dude, Ray Rice, listen, Ray Rice deserved to get kicked out of the NFL. I would argue that what Ben Roethlisberger, what he did was just as bad, if not worse. His just wasn't on tape. It's probably worse, man. And the fact that, you know, Ray Rice, the the woman that he did it to, was that his wife at the time? She married him. No, she wasn't. No, she it wasn't. Was, she married she, him after. She forgave him, married him, right? So it was And like, what he did was fucked up. No, no, Nobody no. Nobody Absolutely. That. And I think the video makes it worse. Right? But it, but it's also for her to, it's her battle to fight, rather. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, obviously, he should serve jail time and do whatever that is. And if she finds it, I guess if she can forgive him and sort of move on from that and, and they have a healthy relationship going forward, then cool, good for them. But I felt like 
we almost had to punish Ray Rice for all of that where I'm going, mm, the rape thing isn't like worse than that, bro. Cause like we, and it's not even so much like that we moved on for it because it's not that people don't deserve a chance at redemption in my mind. Cause I'm not the morality police, man. You do you man. Like, but I think what irked me was how we treated it. Like period. Like, it, it, it just got forgotten. Like, we didn't mention it. it I guess it was kind of Kobe-esque yeah. in a sense. But Kobe shit got brought up all the time. I felt like that dude had to change his number so you like you felt like it was a different person. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. Something about Big Ben's always irked me. But I did. I, I did. I thought the moment was cool at the end. I always found him. And I just like, didn't like his whole work. Is ethic. that the same black guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, his number is different. His number is different. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> I thought this is the one. That, I like him now. Yeah, I like him now. <laughs> They got the same last name. <laughs> I know this is the one that forced himself on receptionists at ski lodges. Okay. <laughs> We're good now. Carry on. <laughs> Look at the fadeaway on this guy. <laughs> this is wild, man. But yeah. so, so I know you I know you I I, I wanna even ask you about the AFC. <laughs> give me an NFC pick. First of all, before you before you give me that. Yeah, you go. I feel like this this extra week, which the players probably fucking hate it. <laughs> it's awesome. the NFL feels like it's long as shit. This, it does this year, it, right? It's only, it's only one, one week, week, man. Yep. and it's awesome. I like it. Cut two of the preseason games. Yep. do one extra game that means something. And there's still games next week that mean something to teams to get in or not get in. And I like the drama going into that last week. Yep. And I love the fact that they make the last week division games. Because it sort of puts up sort of uh, like some divisions still up for grabs. Yep. Uh, and I like the flex scheduling thing. I love it, man. Honestly, dude, I think after after Sunday night, I find it really hard to believe that anyone can go up to Green Bay and beat the Packers. I don't yeah. see L.A. Like, as much as I like the Rams, I don't see you going into Lambeau yeah. and beating that team. I just don't see it. Not, not in minus three. And, you know, like, I just yep. don't see it, bro. And then I don't see... Because they have a good running back. Obviously, they have Aaron Rodgers. Who's the MVP, right? It has to be. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has to have yeah, back-to-back MVPs. has to be. So, um, I don't think Tampa's going to do it. I don't think Tampa can go up to Lambeau. I think it would be great. I would want to see that. I, but I think if any team is going to do yes, it, it would be Tampa. It would be Tampa. So, I would love to see that as the NFC title game. Yep. Um, listen, I'm obviously biased towards the Titans. They have not shown me... Uh, that team just finds a way to win right now, but I still feel nervous uh, with them against certain teams. I think if the Titans go in healthy, which they have not played this season healthy at all. They've never had their full team, not once this year. In fact, I think they've had more injuries this year than any other team in the history of the NFL. So at, at one point in time, like halfway through the season, they had like 80-something players that had hit injured reserve, yep. which was like an NFL record um, for the full season, and they had hit it like halfway through. I think if the Titans can go in healthy and they get Derrick Henry back and all that stuff, I wouldn't want to play them if I'm anybody else, but it, that's it's, the fan in you, bro. It is, it is. So like, so here's the thing: is they've already beat Kansas City. We were talking about this earlier. It's hard to beat the same team twice. So and not not only they beat Kansas City, they beat them handedly, and they beat them handedly without Derrick Henry. So was that in the beginning of the season? It not? was like uh, it was actually the last time KC lost. Actually, uh, up okay. until the Bengals yesterday. So they lost the Bengals, but up until that, they had. So it was um, November. It was it was November, so it was like halfway through, but they were bad. So it was like halfway through the season. Um, so I, I think it'd be tough to beat Kansas City twice. I think it's tough to beat them twice when you smash them the first time because now they're coming and going like, okay, like uh, you know, we're gonna have something to prove. They got smashed by the Patriots already, who are playing lights out right now. Although 
I actually feel better about their chances against the Patriots than I do about Kansas City. I feel good against the Steelers. I'd feel good against Buffalo if they got in, and I'd feel good about the the I guess the the Colts anybody because they beat the Colts twice too. Like so, they've already beat the Colts twice and wasn't close either. So I don't know, man. I, I think it all comes down to health. If they're not healthy, they're gonna get yeah they're gonna, yeah. I, they, that's why I'm 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 hoping that they win this week. They clinch the first the sort of number one seed, and then it gets interesting because then you just gotta win one. And then you're in the AFC title game, and then anything can happen. So I'm 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 thinking it's going to be Tennessee, KC for the AFC title. Yep. Uh, and then that's going to be a dude. I think it's I think it's Green Bay, KC. Green Bay, yeah, and I can't argue with that because I, I think KC is actually the one that beat them in the AFC title game two years ago. So yeah, so and I think but it was to go against. I, who, but but I but I, I I love the way that these playoffs are are panning out. And there's a lot of te- there's a lot of games in there that like they're, they're gonna be must watch TV. Dude, can you imagine if you get a Super Bowl with Tampa and New England? Like that's a possibility. It's a possibility. That's a possibility. Like Tampa's that good, right? You said they're the only yeah. team capable of going up to Lambeau and beating because everyone's gonna have to go through Lambeau. Yeah. So Tampa, if you if anyone can do it, Tom Brady's played in the cold. He's not gonna be afraid to throw there. Will the other guys show up? Will be the thing. And I, and I would have said that that Stafford plays in the cold, but when he was in Detroit, he was in the dome. The dome. And I don't trust Stafford at big moments yet, man. No. I don't trust him. And I just don't trust a team that plays sort of in, like, great weather. And then you got to go to Lambeau Field. Although I love January. I love how they're using Odell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They figured that. I mean, they figured so that out. That he wasn't good, the man. problem. Yeah, no. I mean, he's not the problem when you're winning. Let him start losing <laughs> games, bro. Like, listen, Odell to me is. Uh, he got CTE. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. I don't. I don't. You know how I feel about these diva receivers. Though I will say, somebody brought up a good point yesterday. It might have been Colin Coward. Um, the NFL has shifted so much that you almost have to have superstar wide receivers now. Where I think five years ago you could have argued that just give Tom Brady anybody. Um, which, by the way, bro, he threw to a track star uh, yesterday oh, to yeah, win yeah, that. Yeah, yep. I'd never even heard of that guy. Me neither. He didn't even play college football. <laughs> he ran track at LSU. And Tom Brady, really? like, and and that's why I believe the story that sort of Skip Bayless said because I feel like so after that in that whole um, third quarter and on during yep. the comeback he barely threw the Gronk, like he involved a bunch of other people and I feel like that's fucking Tom going like bro you I, just give me anybody, <laughs> give me, who, who's a kid who ran track in college bring him out here I got him yo run real fast <laughs> like I feel like, <laughs> like yeah bro I, I but I feel like now you have to have. Superstar wide receiver because listen, as good as Derrick Henry is, the Titans are completely different when AJ Brown's playing on top of his game, and they have yet to have AJ Brown and Julio Jones at a hundred percent together. Yeah, I'd love to see that, but if AJ Brown is healthy, they're a different team, and I feel like you can make that argument for Odell now. Like uh, the Eagles, right? They drafted number one round uh, uh, the kid from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you have to have it doesn't have to be a diva wide receiver; it just has to be a really good wide receiver because you just got to make people think like they can't blitz you all the time because you're just gonna like you just got to have a guy whose hands are are yeah. like undeniable. But no nah, man, it's gonna be awesome. <sighs> I can't I, wait, man. I, I I can't wait, dude. It's gonna be insane. All right, let's get off this sports shit. Let me tell you. We're an hour in already, bro. God damn it. (laughs) What you got? What you got? Let me tell you about this guy in New York. (laughs) Is he from the Bronx? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Better. (laughs) So this dude, this dude had, um, he rented this uh, Park Avenue townhouse. Okay. um, Nice area. Yeah. And and it was, the, the, the rent was 16K. A month. <laughs> it's about right. Okay. 
but it was getting a lot of complaints from the from the neighbors or actually the owner was getting complaints so some some like investor bought it and rented the place okay rented it out right they getting the owner was getting a lot of complaints um just you know loud music smelling marijuana whatever turns out this dude was using the townhouse to host uh poker parties um or poker games rather and with quote-unquote talent so he was bringing he was bringing women there yeah. right for like escorts or prostitution or whatever the case is okay the great part about this story so they're trying to trying to get him out the guy he claimed COVID 19 hardship <laughs> <laughs> so they couldn't throw him out <laughs> Oh, that's right, because they can't evict you right now if you yep. have a coat. You can go check him out. His name is uh, oh. Big Body Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm all for it. Run your own poker game at your house, bro. That's some Tobey Maguire shit right there. Uh, uh, you ever seen that movie Molly's Game? Yes. Oh, it's so good about the poker yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that guy's running something like that out of his apartment. Yep. Yeah, that's so genius. COVID. And he had like a he had a, a, a camera. The place was set up dope. <laughs> Awesome. But it's like this, like this townhouse in in, in Manhattan, man. Sixteen k a month. He ain't bro. got no W two, nothing. He nope. like bro, COVID harshly. <laughs> the guy can't throw him out. That's awesome. I wonder because that's not a thing anymore, right? Federally, right? So that has to be a state thing. Shit, I don't know. I, you know, New York. It's a, this is a this is a, a fairly recent article, man. So yeah, because I think the federal mandates lifted. Okay, I think. The, of the there was a whole moratorium on evictions and um, foreclosures. Yep. I think I think it got lifted, so now it's up to the, each individual state. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised for New York right now. Uh, listen, New York right now is making you. I think, bro, you can't you can't do shit, bro. If you live in New York, run. <sighs> Fucking Omarion ruined everything, bro. <laughs> you see, yo, the do you see the, the this nurse in the UK? Um, Dude, her name is Monica Almeida. She's 37. She's fully vaccinated. Uh, she spent 28 days in a coma after she got COVID-19. And she was about 72 hours away from them turning off her ventilator. Um, because they're basically like, yeah, dude, done. done. Uh, the, what they don't mention in the article, I saw the woman's picture. I'm not surprised she was struggling to sort of stay alive. <laughs> Do with that information what you will. <laughs> But, did she have breathing conditions? But, <laughs> she most certainly did. She was, <laughs> yeah, she's like, if you walk beside her, you can hear her fighting for her life. Yeah. And went over up the stairs. <laughs> a rough go. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, she, uh, they were able, within 48 hours, they gave her a medication. They were able to clear her airwaves, think, get her off ventilator, out of the coma, completely healed, pretty much. Yeah, like, on the up and up. She also suffers from asthma. Okay. So she does suffer from asthma. So she does have some breathing restrictions. And so stuff she in there. definitely was like the candidate. Oh, you, you go, oh, you got COVID? You, yeah, you die. Dianara. Yeah. <laughs> it was great knowing you. <laughs> you sure? She ain't, she ain't coming back. <laughs> Just yeah, go like, ahead. It's not the hiring process. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Monica? Oh, damn. <laughs> what did you say? Lizzie? Listen, she ain't coming back. <laughs> but, bro, this might be a breakthrough. So they gave her Viagra. What? Yeah, dude, she signed some paper that said, are you open to, like, experimental treatment? Like, should shit hit the fan? <laughs> you know, some doctor was like, yo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take this. <laughs> he was on his way to a date. <laughs> yeah. 
Every dude is like, <laughs> baby, I think I got COVID. <laughs> That's why I keep it, baby. <laughs> you know, the vid. I got I to fight off the vid. Just so happened that. It's <laughs> full salute all the time, but I ain't got the vid. <laughs> bro, so it's yeah, saying, bro. They're saying it saved her life, the Viagra. What, what I mean, isn't... Viagra is based on like heart medication, right? Yeah, so because it it, it sort of opens up your 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 uh, your blood waves or uh, your veins, whatever. Uh, okay. uh, so if you have asthma, that's constricted. Uh, uh, if your veins are constricted, whatever, it constricts everything else. Your air passageway, yeah. So I guess by opening that up, it sort of opens everything else up. You get oxygen flowing through your body, and it fucking worked, bro. And so did her like within forty eight hours, she was in a twenty eight day coma or whatever that was. And did her libido fucking go to the roof? You imagine. <laughs> She's like, my clitoris is really big now. But <laughs> like, no, no, I think I could penetrate you with my clitoris now. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's try. Let me try. <laughs> Would you do it? If your, uh, your woman had an enlarged clitoris from Viagra, uh, nope. you wouldn't be a little curious? <laughs> baby, uh, put, in my belly, put in my belly button. Let me see. <laughs> You better lube it up real good. <laughs> Don't spit on it. That dries up too fast. I need you to do some real. <laughs> Spill some. I need some KY real. on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. Uh, I want to be the doctor in a room who was just like, yo, let's give her Viagra. We be like, we solved it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, are you, are you at that point, if you sign some shit like that that says like you're willing to try anything, right? And if you're doctors and you know that, do you, are you careful about what you give them? I mean, obviously, I guess you don't want things that react with each other. But wouldn't you just be throwing shit at somebody? Like, I mean, gonna, if you think they're going to die think, anyway? I would think not. However, like, I, I'm wondering in this case, like, did he, did the Viagra just treat the symptoms? Yeah, I think right? that, the not being able to breathe part. Right. Like right, it doesn't it is it's not it's not killing the COVID. No, it didn't kill COVID. It just made it so she could breathe while she was on COVID. Yeah. So you I can think about a couple of symptoms, things that would have let her breathe, bro. A couple walks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, one time, man, when I, when I went that Disney. <laughs> I knew this was gonna be good. <laughs> there was a rather big girl that used to work with, used to work in the same place I worked at. And you know when you work at the Magic Kingdom, you gotta you gotta park and then get on the bus to oh, ride over, yes, right? To ride over the tunnel, yeah. Yep. So, I guess the bus is about ready to leave, and then all of a sudden we just hear like this, wait, and here she comes, bro. She gets on the bus, sits down on this chair, takes up about probably probably two seats. Seriously, it takes up about two seats, and sits back. Her eyes are about to pop out of her head, and she's like, <laughs> "Yo, like, <laughs> like the whole ride. I mean, the ride is not that long, but like the whole ride, just like." And, and I'm looking at her, going, "Man, is she gonna be okay?" <laughs> yo, yo, Sean went through his eight, the AED training they put you through. <laughs> Where's the defibrillator? <laughs> like, she's gonna. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man, I can't help. You. <laughs> I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I can't give CPR or nothing. <laughs> Is there a booklet that comes? <laughs> yeah, that's two weeks in a row we made fun of the um, the featherweight challenged um, <laughs> portion of our community. <laughs> we apologize. Sorry, man. You just keep, you know. 
bring up these memories. I just, you know what? Bring up these bad memories. You know why I bring it up though is because I hate these this COVID stories where they talk about people dying and then they and then they forget the underlying shit is like no, no, she had she she's like weighs three hundred pounds more than she should. She's right. got as much. That this isn't that. It's like no, say that. I would that. love to see that stat, bro. Yeah, say to that. See yeah, like how many yeah. yeah how many people with underlying conditions or just if you if you're just not healthy if you're not if you're taking care of yourself like yeah that should be dude it, the, the um I've been staying away from like everything news wise and stuff and I, and I finally just because I was I was curious I, I sort of turned on news this week just to see and of course the headline is like cases and like the number of cases I yeah. go nah nah now show me deaths because it's not nobody like nobody's dying as much anymore listen oh, that's no, not to say that nobody's much. dying period right it's just not as much it has not gone up no and they're like cases have hit an all-time high throughout yeah, covid it's it like was, okay it was but, a million on monday yeah but what's the death percentage of that it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't gone up. less probably yeah, before. It yeah it's just crazy man so i don't know man i got i got one more bro that's kind of in the medical field Do still it. yo this this is kind of fire bro uh nadia Popovici. Um, she went to a Canucks and a Kraken, Canucks versus the Kraken. This is an NHL hockey okay. team. So she happens to see a um, one of the a guy named Brian Red Hamilton. He's a equipment manager for one of the teams. I think he's a equipment manager for the Kraken, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, she happens. So she's sitting near. You know, in hockey, they put the glass up. Yep. So he walks by. She bangs on the glass to get his attention. Okay. So he goes there or whatever. She spots a mole on the back of his neck. And she's like, hey, that mole on the back of your neck, it's definitely cancerous. cancerous. You should go get that checked out. Okay. Turned out she was right. The guy had no idea. So um, hold on. So the guy was the guy was equipment manager? Equipment manager for the hockey team. He just oh, happened to wow. be like and walking by, random... whatever. She, some random fan, bro. She was just happened to be at the game. And she saw him walk by. She got his attention. She goes, yo, like, you should get that checked out. I'm pretty sure that's cancer. And he did, and she was right, and it was cancer, and it's probably saved them because they got it early, they cut it out, or whatever. Wow. Uh, so the team, dude, gave her, she's in med school, actually. They gave her a $10,000 scholarship, man, which I thought was dope to go med, which doesn't, I mean, it covers up a, a book in med school, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, $10,000 for med school, bro. Like, that's not, is that a class? <laughs> is that even a class in med school? I'm sure it is. Bro. You think? Yeah. Med school, dude. bro. Have you ever yeah. seen the prices of med school? Man, I feel like that may may cover a book <laughs> <laughs> or two or two yeah and then, damn bro inflation no, bro that, that's amazing though man like, that's that guy crazy. you know it's like one of those things of of right place right time i mean and not only that's like right place and then exactly the right moment right because you just happen to be walking by when she's there she just happens to see your neck it of, happens of to things, be a medical right? student or whatever there's ten thousand people in the arena right and why is she looking at his neck right you know what i mean just it's and, and i'm not saying that she's one of those divine intervention yes, things bro. bro like it's that's just crazy man i saw that story and i was like no way man that's that's wild bro the that's life bro yeah life. man yo man 2022 bro we here yes yeah, go um i joined a gym this week Ooh. I haven't been to I haven't been to a gym in probably like five years. Are you gonna be I, one I of have, those where you gone next week though? So hell, but I have, <laughs> but that's why I, that's why I brought it up. So, so I've been working out in the last five years, but just not at a gym, right? right? So, um, these last like the first two days started on Monday, so Monday and Monday and today, bro, I am so sore, but I like I like it, okay. like I like the way that feels soreness, okay, but. I can totally see why people go, oh, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm one of those people. It is, bro. I, I can see that. So if any of y'all have never 
uh, worked out before and you started doing it this, you know, this year, you will go through some growing pains. The pain is supposed to hurt. Just don't worry. Keep going. The shit does go away. Dude, the stat is crazy about the resolutions. Oh, about how yeah. many people do them and how many people stick to them. I'm it's- sure people are looking at me now in the gym. And going, oh, you knew here. And, and going, oh, yeah, he'll be gone by February. It's crazy, bro. I've had a gym membership for years now. This, the, the one I'm a member of now, I've never even been in it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. I went in it to sign up. I think that's it. Or did I do it online? Do your kids use it? Do his wife use it? Nobody uses it, bro. No one. I've, I've, I've just been giving them money for kicks and giggles, bro. Dude, it's, just cancel it. It's charitable. Yeah, I need to. I just, it's just one of those, like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm yeah, going to go, yeah. and I never go. Yeah. It's not a lot, but still, it's like... Still, yeah. yeah it's like, no, well, I should probably... And it's like a mile from my house. Oh, my God, bro. You got to just, just fucking It's go. just... I, I need to, bro. I thought you were going to tell me that it was like 10 miles away or something. No, it's right there. I used to do the one that you just signed up for, uh, but... And that was got sort of further away, but now they opened one with that name. Yeah. So, like, right down the street from here, too. So, I thought about signing up for that one because I used to like it there because I would go play ball. So, that I'll do. And then I'll get, like, because I'm already there, then I'll go and get a quick workout. Gotcha. And I'll do, like, a quick circuit. Um, but this one is literally just, you know, weights or things or whatever. And I'm just like, mm, can't get hyped for that. But I, I like, I'd rather be active, like, doing something. Like, I'll go play basketball or something like that. Yeah. I haven't in a while. But that, to me, like, get me going there and then I'll just do the workout. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, straight yeah. just going on a machine and all that stuff. Plus, it makes me nauseous and shit. Man, I gotta get, like, a trainer or something, bro. <laughs> it does, bro. It makes me sick as fuck and then it turns me away. So, your point about people feel like, like, the soreness, I don't care. Yeah. It's the nauseousness that I, every time, bro, without... Uh, like, I know it has something to do with the food and whatever I probably need to figure out or my blood pressure. I'm probably gonna die at a gym one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, stick with it, people. <laughs> Bottom line, stick with it. Throw up a few times. Get through the soreness. <laughs> Throw up a few times. That's it. Get through the soreness, man, and uh, <laughs> and and you know, stay with it. Stay Yo. with it. <laughs> you remember when I was doing the boxing training? Yes. So I one of the times, bro, we were doing some like it was intense, bro, and I stopped and I had like my head down. Yeah. And the guy goes, "You like you good? Like what's up? Like keep like you know he's trying to get me hype." Yeah. And I go, "Nah, bro, I'm about to throw up." And he just goes, "All right, so get it out so we can keep this shit moving." <laughs> like, <laughs> did you not just hear me, bro? Like, I'm done, dog. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. This shit is not fun <laughs> if I'm about to throw up. Dude, when I when I was in the Marines in boot camp. There was a dude throwing up, and the drill instructor grabbed him by the scruff of his neck, and he goes, keep running. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fucking just throwing up, and the dude kept running. I felt like that this guy wanted me to do. He thought I was bullshitting, bro. I got my shit up, and I left. <laughs> he was so mad, bro. Yeah. Like, you got paid, bro. What do you care? He's like, it. no, man. Like, I'm the one paying you. I was like, yeah. I was like, bro, I'm done. And he just kept trying to, like, hype me up, and I went, bro, that's not going to work for me, like, dog. Bitch, I ain't Camacho. Yeah, I don't need the speech, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not fighting your dad this weekend. <laughs> like I'm good, bro. <laughs> That's dope. All right, man. Tell them where they can find us. Oh shit, man! If you guys aren't following us yet, uh, come check us out at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG, on YouTube, on Facebook at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok. Uh, we're on everything, man. And if you uh, if you haven't subscribed to us uh, on the YouTube or any of your favorite podcast streaming apps, man, we're on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, everything, man. Geo Savin, Ghana, that, just go down the list. Yeah, man, and, it, and if you rate us on Apple Podcasts, 
Yo, leave a comment. I yeah. want. I want to know why you thought it was good or why you thought it was bad. Like, yeah, don't you, don't leave us a three and then not tell and us then why. Not tell us why. <laughs> so the, the three guy or girl, go back and leave a comment. Yeah, go back man. and leave a comment, bro. Yeah. Yo, we appreciate y'all. We will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.